Hello and welcome to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. I am Ross. And I am Gordon. Welcome, Gordon. It's great to see you. Oh, good to be here. In our last photography club meeting, we spent most of the time discussing why composition matters. And that melded with seeing and learning how to see. That's where I'd like to go with this episode. Ah, okay. Well, if you're going to talk about that, before we start, I want to recommend a book that, when used, will help any photographer, basically, to learn to see. And this is called The Art of Seeing by Freeman Patterson. Absolutely. This book is a standard text for all of my intermediate photography students because at that point, the making of the photo is what matters and the equipment is almost entirely irrelevant. If you do not see, you will not make great photographs. Yes, well, I saw that many of the attendees were surprised by the number of compositional tools that exist. Although I have to admit, I was also exp uh, impressed that uh, so many knew of more than one or two. Well, fortunately, that club is oriented to people who want to become better photographers, not gear aficionados or snapshot takers. As the tutorial leader, I too was very pleased at the depth of understanding of compositional tools as we started. And, you know, I, I noticed that you never, you never say rules. You only say guidelines or tools, and that's an uncommon approach. Frankly, I do it on purpose. Creative humans have this tendency to hear the word rules, and the first thing that they want to talk about is breaking them, often without clue one of what they are in the first place. Now, that's just dumb, but it is very common. So, call them guides or tools or whatever, and folks don't get their shorts in a knot, or, as they used to say on happy days, jump the shark. There you go. Dating yourself again. <laughs> Can't help that. It's the truth. <laughs> so, having walked this road, and still do because I keep forgetting some of them, it's my perspective that compositional tools are easier to understand when seen and not just described. Well, I agree. Examples help hammer home the concept of the guideline or the tool. To see many examples, as well as good guidance, I heartily recommend a video tutorial by my good friend Rick Salmon that can be found on Kelby One. And if you're not a Kelby One member, head over to Amazon because Rick has books on the subject. I'm, gl I'm glad to hear you say that because I was saying, well, you know, I'm really not saying anything derogatory about Kelby, but I, I'm allergic to organizations. So if Rick's got a book out, I will definitely go and look for that because my learning style is to review things again and again, mainly because I keep forgetting. Another way of saying um, I'm a slow learner 
And I will mention now that I was impressed with your approach to reviewing the classical images and pointing out the compositional tools that were included in that photograph. That worked really well. And the feedback that I'm getting says it was a really good idea. And then you provided a pretty comprehensive list of the tools. But how does seeing enter into things? Well, these compositional guides, or whatever you want to call them, actually work. If someone does not want to learn and get value, then their ability to see any image is going to suffer. They may get a decent picture from time to time, but that person is not developing to his or her potential. And your proposal? Well, it's the hard work. Put together a list of compositional tools, and then, on any given day that you're going to go make photographs, pick one. Go out and force yourself to see how you can use that one tool to make more expressive and compelling images. And listen, if you come back at the end of the day with one, well, that's a success. The thirds guideline is simple to start with. Shoot some landscapes and ensure that the horizon is either on the upper third line or the lower third line, and never in the middle. It forces you to decide whether your subject is the foreground or the sky, because there can be only one subject. A horizon placed on the center line is deadly, because the creator is not directing the viewer to what inspired him or her to make the image in the first place. If more people just did this one thing, they'd see a huge improvement in their images, and using this tool will have nothing to do with equipment or any other ancillary garbage. Okay, but what has that got to do with seeing? I get it, but others may not. When you learn to apply compositional tools, you have to learn to see them before you decide to squeeze the shutter button. The act of applying the tool prior to making the photograph is, in fact, how you learn to see. Mm -hmm. We yep. often say that the easiest way to blind a photographer is to put a camera in front of them, because the presence of the box causes tunneling. And that's sometimes because the person still thinks that the box makes the image. The camera records the image you give it and nothing more. In order to make a good image, you need to see it before bringing the camera to the eye. Okay, but before we get too hard on the listeners, let me point out that some of these are in your face obvious. But seeing some of these tools can be difficult. A member rightly used the example of the golden spiral. She said that she found it very challenging to see in any photograph. Now, I have to agree with her because I have never seen it in practice. And I have to admit, I often forget to look. Well, I think that's very true of a lot of folks. And you've already highlighted the solution to the problem. In order to learn to see any compositional tool, you have to invest the time to learn to look for them. But let's be fair. Some of these guides are easier to see than others and some will require more time pre-visualizing than others, and to discover what you are thinking 
and why you're thinking about squeezing the shutter in the first place. So, we'll all agree, the golden spiral, however effective, can be very tough to see for people starting out. So, don't start with it. Start with thirds, or triangles, or leading lines, or another one from the lengthy list of compositional guides. Learning should be a personal challenge, not a personal beating. So, someone does this and sees an improvement. What can they do to get even better at what they are doing? Well, the next step, I believe, is to work with a trusted person for a proper critique. In order to do a critique, the photographer needs to be able to articulate his or her intent, what that photographer thinks worked, and to be open to a conversation about options and alternatives. A true critique can never be one-sided and never be blind. And to be blunt, a general viewer can never give a constructive critique. All they can offer is criticism, which ha only has the value that the creator ascribes to it. And, sadly, that's nearly always nothing. I absolutely agree. And applying uh, my own yardstick, I am going to be somewhat uncharacteristically adamant and say that there is nothing in photography that is more difficult than putting an intent into an image before you press that shutter. Deciding how to achieve that Intent is close, is a close second to the hardest thing you're going to have to do. So, would entering a competition be of any value? No. Competitions only exist to boost egos and allow the organizers to steal the entrance photos. They are uniformly destructive, demeaning, and do more to get people to stop trying to grow than any other thing. Art is not a competition, and to try to make it one should be a red light and siren that evil is present. <laughs> okay, so tell us uh, how you really feel about the C word. But I have to admit I agree. So seeing is something that the individual must choose to do and practice doing, and again and again and again. Precisely, without diligent, proper practice, no achievement is possible. It's like being a great musician. It takes personal effort, diligence, and commitment, and not letting the opinions of the great unwashed get in your way. Lots of people get pleasure from posting their images to social media. Well, if one likes it and can tolerate the high percentage of idiots, <laughs> go for it. But don't assume that you will ever become a better photographer by doing so. As the cost of entry to social media is zero. And thus, that's the value of any return. If you really want to show your work, contact a local gallery or your public library or the owner of a local coffee shop or restaurant. They might be willing to have your work presented because it keeps things vibrant in their premises. And they might even be willing to have a stack of your cards or post contact information 
for folks who want more information or even to purchase a copy of your work. Well, isn't that sort of like social media? No, it's not. Not at all. Because in these scenarios, viewers are engaging for more than the less than one second that happens on social media. On social media, there's no seeing that's happening. However, when you look at a presentation of, say, prints, it encourages the viewer to spend some time looking. And, if they're lucky, seeing the story and the emotion that the creator saw before squeezing the shutter. Well, what you're saying sounds simple, but I know that this takes a lot of work. Well, nothing worth having comes without some kind of struggle. No one is forcing any creative to learn to see, but the creative that fails to learn to see, or chooses not to learn to see, is hardly creative. Uh, how so? Uh, that almost sounds in, insulting. <laughs> and a bit like the law of the jungle. Well, it's only an insult if the hearer decides it's an insult. By not applying sight to your creative process, you become a walking copy machine. And there's really no tangible value to that, except as it pertains to documenting data in a controlled experiment. And that very important function is not photography as we're discussing it. Well, I have to admit I have benefited from Mr. Patterson's work, and I have to agree that learning to see can help you become a better photographer. You cannot help but get better. Thanks to all of you for listening. I am Gordon. I am Ross. If you shop with BNH Photo Video, please use the link on the main page. It pays a small commission and costs you nothing more. Thanks again for being part of this group. Feel free to send in a question through the link or post a comment. For the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast, we bid you peace.